to the Yoga and Art Podcast. This is episode two, Trusting Your Inner Teacher. I'm Courtney Pierce. And I'm Eliza Tobin. And today we're going to be talking about the inner wisdom we all have and simple ways to connect with that. And we'll start with just a simple centering, coming into the wisdom of the breath and this inner knowing that it exists in your own breathing. So take a nice seat wherever you are, rooting down through the foundation of wherever you're coming into contact with the chair or the ground, and then lengthening up through the sides of your body and just drawing your shoulder blades back so your heart can be lifted, your spine extending up. And begin to deepen the breath. Each inhale and exhale, begin to breathe in and out of the heart, of this place where your wisdom lives. And you can take one hand to your heart and feel this pulse beat. Feeling the beating of your own heart allows you to access this inner knowing that you have at all times. And with each inhale, expand through your heart to know it a little bit better. And with each exhale, slip below the surface of your thinking mind. Begin to notice the quality of the breath. Just see where it is at today for you. Our breath and our heartbeat and these very basic bodily things help us to allow, help us to know what's going on inside. So just take these first few moments to tune in to the inner sensations. Continuing to breathe. Listening to this quote from Alan Cohen in The Wisdom of the Heart. There's a place inside of you that already knows your answers. Below and beyond your surface or thinking mind is your superconscious. And it is always in direct communication with the mind of the universe. No matter how you access wisdom, it's right there waiting for you at all times. The thinking mind can be helpful, but it's flighty and easily distracted. Real knowing resides within you. And when you invite it to come forth, it gladly bestows you with all the answers you need. So you can now take your hands together at your heart. Take one more deep inhale to expand into that place of knowing. And then exhale, and we'll begin our meditation this morning. Oh, thank you so much, Eliza. That was so nice. You're welcome. I loved how you said taking each exhale to slip below the surface of the mind, the thinking mind. That was really, really beautiful. Thanks. So getting started, um, 
we're going to talk today about doing just that, slipping below the thinking mind and connecting with your inner teacher or that gut feeling instinct. Um, I heard Eliza call it this super conscious in a quote. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been called many things, but it's and it can feel like it's something that just happens to you, like you have no control over it. But we want to help you or guide you, in a sense, to try and find ways of getting rid of that elusive feeling that your inner wisdom is just a flighty thing that darts in and out. You can actually rein it in and find ways of connecting with it. So we're going to be discussing how we connect with this inner wisdom um, on the mat, in art, and in life. And I guess I'll start out with um, my yoga practice and how I connect with my inner teacher on the mat. Because as you know, in yoga class, you have a teacher up in the front of the room that you're listening to and you're taking guidance from, and it can kind of pull you out from inside of your own being. But one way to help connect yourself with your inner teacher is to kind of close your eyes or turn your um, awareness inwards and just focus on your own physical sensations. That's the most accessible, simple way for me to connect with my inner teacher. So I'll give you an example of just simply using the physical sensation of the breath as your teacher. Okay, so you know when you're going into a really difficult pose and you start, you're looking at your teacher and you're trying to like, you're trying to do what they do and you're trying to get in that perfect back bend or whatever it is. And then, and you're like, oh, this is so hard and you totally are out of body. Okay, and then you turn inward, you listen to your breath as your inner teacher, and you realize, huh, I'm not breathing. I'm holding my breath. (laughs) That is what tells me, okay, I should come out of the pose, or I should try and find a new way of expressing this pose, finding ease in this pose, and it totally brings me back into a safe place so that I can be my own teacher. My instructor at the front of the room doesn't have to come over to me and say, hey, you need to get out of that pose because my own inner teacher being my breath is telling me this is not good. You should not be here right now. <laughs> and I can kind of come out. Um, and you can also do that with, you know, your heart rate or physical pain. Um, a lot of times in yoga class, we talk about going to our edge. So, you know, when you go over that edge, there's a sensation of pain. So you never want to reach that pain threshold. That's when you know that you should not be in that pose or this is a dangerous place for you to be. Um, So that would be my advice on using your body as your inner teacher, as your inner guide. Yeah, I think that the sensations and experiences we have in the physical body give us so much wisdom about what what's going on, you know, on on an emotional level too. Um, And when you when you bring kind of the quality of attention to your poses and, and to your, your art practice or to your life in any way, I think it, it helps you to move into that place where, uh, where your own inner wisdom is, is shining through. Um, yeah. And Stephen Cope actually writes in the yoga and the quest for the true self. He has an interesting um, quote about how deliberate movement actually anchors the mind to sensations and allows for the muscles to kind of begin to relearn and, and integrate our experiences into the body. Um, and he talks about how 
when the mu- muscles are moved slowly and consciously, the movement is actually brought under the control of a part of the brain called the neocortex, mm. which is the place of the brain that's in, that's responsible for our voluntary learning. And also it's our source of conscious actions and, and kind of where we choose to behave from a more conscious place. Um, so it's really interesting that, that the action of actually slowing down and, and tuning into your own inner experience actually activates that part of your brain that allows you to move from a more conscious place or in an inner knowing. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool that there's actually been a study on that and that someone knows how that works. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think too, just bringing this, noticing the quality of the attention that you're bringing to your art making, you know, it can kind of go same thing for the art making and moving into the breath. Um, and a lot of times when, when I'm painting or when I'm working in my art journal, I like to use sort of that, uh, the knowledge that I've learned through my yoga to let the breath lead me and the movement to follow. Like I can do that in my painting too. So I, I, you know, I tune into the breath, see what the kind of qualities are and allow the, the breath, the brush strokes that I make or the, you know, the etchings that I make with my pencil or pens or whatever actually come from the breath first. So it's like the breath is leading and the movement is following in, in that case as well. Yeah. I think you can totally do that on your yoga mat, you know, just like on the page, letting your breath move you in a sense. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely. Might be and easier. I think there's a sense of kind of letting go a little bit of that sort of your, um, letting go a little bit of the control mm-hmm. so that that kind of inner sort of knowing can come forth. Yeah. So, and it's, it's really cool too, because I find in, in a lot of times in both my art and my yoga practices, you know, when I tune in and listen to what's there, I can actually become more aware of, um, you know, what I need most (laughs) in that moment. Um, and listening to kind of what's, what's in, in that knowing, um, and in the journal, in journaling, in visual journaling, you know, beginning to listen to what's there and beginning to see what images and feelings and emotions arise and then asking, you know, what form do these things need to take? Um, and then taking that to the page is actually a really powerful way to just give witness to the stuff that comes up. And it's a way to kind of say to your inner teacher, like, Hey, like I'm listening, <laughs> I can hear you yeah. <laughs> and responding from that place. Yeah. So it's kind of a way of so what you're saying is that you sit and you kind of let you turn inward, look and see what comes up just emotionally and what kind of thoughts come up. And then you translate those into forms or an art expression. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think, I think that's a great exercise um, to do in your, in your visual journals is to like, for example, if I'm having, you know, some sort of conflict with like a relationship in my life or something. And, you know, I sit with that, that experience and that questioning and that inquiry um, and just begin to notice what sort of feelings arise, what kind of colors or um, images or sort of visceral experience I have. Um, And then with sitting with it, you can also ask it like, what form do you need to take? And for example, if it's anger that comes up, if that's a feeling, um, you know, in my journal that might come out as like, like hard, dark, scribbly works that are just, you know, kind of rushing out onto the page. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a way to give witness to, to my own experience and, and to, um, 
to hear the messages and actually put them into a visual form yeah. to, to better connect. That's really a way of like honoring your inner teacher. I love that. Yeah. And to me, it seems like it would be a really great way to, you know, we're so used to thinking linearly and, you know, we go through our days going in a linear fashion and step A to step B. Mm -hmm. And having that exercise of kind of taking yourself out of that, the box per se, for a brief moment would probably, I mean, I'm just guessing, but I would assume that it exercises that creative side of the brain and really gets you like in another, it helps you communicate in another way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that's really cool. Another way that, um, I like to honor my inner teacher is, and this is just in everyday life. You don't have to do it on the mat or in art but is to find what you are enthusiastic about. So this is something I read about a few weeks ago, um, and it's about finding your enthusiasm. So the root word of enthusiasm is entheos, meaning God within. So what that kind of tells us is if you're enthusiastic about something, if you're excited and hopeful and honestly joyful about something, it means that God or like the universe or um, your inner teacher is trying to tell you, yes, that's good. This is something that you should do. This is a path you should be on because you're excited and enthusiastic about it. Um, I just thought that was really neat. So one of our take action steps today will involve finding your enthusiasm and acting on it as a way of honoring your inner teacher. Yeah. And that, and I think that's beautiful that, that, you know, enthusiasm is a way that we know that's like, that's one of the kind of clues or the sort of the like little dingers. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Like you're, <laughs> this is your inner teacher speaking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get excited. You're excited about this. That says something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to definitely learning to listen to, to that voice. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so should we move on and, uh, let's, let's talk about like what the action steps that you can do to take this idea of, trusting your inner teacher and beginning to cultivate that trust um, and actually use it today, right here and right now. Yeah. So listeners, this is where you come in. This is your take action steps of the day. Um, First, we'll go back to the yoga part of this discussion. And as you move through your day, just begin to notice your own physical sensations. So connecting with your breath, noticing how your breath feels, connecting with your heart rate and your pulse, um, just scanning your body and finding where you feel tight, where you feel open, really turning inwards. And then ask yourself, what does my body need today? What does my body need to feel nourished? And this could come up not only as like, oh, I need to stretch or I need to try and open this space or it could come up as, I need to eat chocolate today. <laughs> I, I want a cup of warm tea. That would make me feel so good. I just want to close my eyes. Whatever it is, do it. Listen to your body and honor what it tells you, whatever that is, whether it's chocolate or closing your eyes just for a few seconds and honor that. So that's the first action step. And then our, our second action step for you today is to take one small step towards a goal that you are incredibly enthusiastic about. So just one small thing 
um, that moves you closer to whatever it is that you're just so totally over the, you know, over the moon about. And then our third action step for the day is a journal prompt. And what the journal prompt is going to ask you to do is just to close your eyes before you begin and tune into your own breath, just like we did at the beginning of this podcast, and spend a few minutes with the breath and noticing the qualities of the breath and where it's at. And then once you've spent some time doing that, bring to mind any kind of question or deeper inquiry that you're dealing with in your life. And just sit with that question or that inquiry and begin to notice what feelings arise when you start to sit with it, what images or emotions or bodily sensations you experience. And after a few moments of sitting with those, take them over to your journal. And if it was an image or a feeling, ask what form it needs to take. And then you listen to that guidance, to that the, the calling of what that form needs to take and allow it to transpire on the page. So let it come out onto your journal page. And in this way, you're able to give witness to what it is that you're feeling, what it is your inner teacher is trying to, trying to teach you, trying to guide you towards. So that's the, the journal prompt for today. I love that. Well, good luck with all of your action steps this week, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to our second podcast. And please remember to visit Eliza and I at our websites, elizalintobin.com and yogageek.com. We'll be putting all the books we mentioned um, in our own websites in the show notes. So definitely go check them out. And feel free to come by and say hi. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about future podcasts, please write to us at 30daysofyogaandart at gmail.com. Enjoy connecting with your inner teacher, and we'll close with a song by Lone Lady called Intuition. Have a great day. Have a great day.